Good morning, IBCM. It's so good to be with you again this morning to have a time of Bible study with you. I hope and pray that you are having a great morning as you're getting ready for the new day and the new week. And those of us who were attending yesterday's 62nd anniversary celebration at IBC Manila, wasn't that a great worship time together, a great celebration? I am so proud of all of you who worked so hard to make that what I think in, in the 11 years that Cindy and I have been at IBC, I think that was the best anniversary celebration we've ever had. That was fantastic. So all of you, there's too many names to, to mention here. I would probably forget a few. So you know who you are. All of you, the, the Connect team, the worship team, the leadership team, the um, transition team, uh, the everybody who was involved, admin team, everybody did such a great job. And I really appreciate it. Everybody appreciates it. That was a wonderful time of celebration. As we celebrated God's faithfulness in the past and the certainty of his faithfulness in the future. And our focus was on being strong together in the Lord. So I thought that this week we would dig a little bit deeper into what it means to experience the strength of the Lord. So we're going to look at a few passages this week that talk about uh, finding strength in the Lord or being strong in the Lord. I think I think that would be a good idea. I know that it, it would be good for me to explore those passages this week. And so today we're going to explore a passage in Psalm 28. Now, we don't know all the details about why or when David wrote that psalm. But when you read the psalm, the whole psalm especially, it appears to me that perhaps this was this was a time in which David was exiled. Now it could have been before he was king, when he was um, running away from King Saul, or it could have been during Absalom's rebellion. But it appears that David is some for some reason exiled, and even um, out in the wilderness somewhere. And you get the idea that maybe he is, though he's exiled, he's he's close enough to see perhaps the city of Jerusalem and the temple. But anyway, he's 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 in danger. He's his life is threatened, and he is in the first half of Psalm 28. He's calling on the Lord to be his rock, and then in the second half of the psalm. He is thanking God for hearing his prayer and for being his strength. This morning, we're going to read and meditate on, on verses 7, 8, and 9. So I'm going to pray in a moment. And uh, right now, you can be opening your scripture to the book of Psalms, Psalm 28. And after I pray, we'll read and meditate, think through, reflect upon verses 7, 8, and 9 as we continue the theme of being strong in the Lord. Let's pray. God, we thank you for this new day. We mentioned this a lot in our morning devotional time. That passage in Lamentations, one of our favorite passages, because it reminds us that every new day is a new experience and a new opportunity 
in the grace and mercies of God. Each day, your mercy and grace, Lord, they are fresh and new, and we praise you. Lord, we thank you for that great time of thanksgiving and celebration and fellowship we enjoyed yesterday on our 62nd anniversary of our church's foundation. We thank you for all those men and women in the past, over the past six plus decades who have been faithful, who were and still are. Some of them, uh, uh, some of our church members have been in our church since the, since the 60s and early 70s. Lord, thank you for their faithfulness, for their devotion. We're standing on their shoulders. We're continuing the work that you began in them 62 years ago. We praise you and thank you for that. Thank you for all the hard work that many people uh, um, accomplished to make yesterday's celebration such a joy. Now, Lord, we submit to you that we are weak. We remember, though, that what Paul said, that in our weakness, you are made strong. And so today and this week, teach us more and more what it means to find our strength in you, what it means that you are our strength, what it means to be strong, spiritually strong in the Lord. So, Lord, as we start this week with Psalm 28, verses 7, 8, and 9, we pray your Holy Spirit will teach us. And we pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. All right, let's read Psalm 28, verses 7, 8, and 9. Again, I'll be reading from the Christian Standard Bible. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart celebrates, and I give thanks to him with my song. The Lord is the strength of his people. He is a stronghold of salvation for his anointed. Save your people, bless your possession, shepherd them, and carry them. All right, let's talk about these three verses. Some very powerful principles, truths to live by in this passage. Let's look at verse 7 first, where David recalls that the Lord is his strength and shield. Strength, just it means what it says. There's no hidden meaning in this in this word. It just means strength, power, ability. And then there's the word shield. It means protector. And so David is saying, the Lord is my power and my protector. So in the Lord, we have powerful protection. Let's talk about that. Power for what? Power to live a life worthy of the gospel. We talked about that yesterday. Power to live the live a life worthy of the gospel, worthy of Christ's sacrifice. Power to uh, overcome temptation, to resist the devil. The Bible says that if we resist the devil, he will flee. So in the Lord, we have power. We have strength to resist the devil and to resist temptation. First Corinthians 10 verse 13 tells us that temptation is common for all of us, but that the Lord provides a way of escape for every temptation, that the Lord does not allow any temptation to come our way, 
which we cannot overcome in his strength. So power to resist the devil, power to resist temptation, power to serve the Lord. The Holy Spirit gives us spiritual gifts, empowerments, and, and spiritual gifts to serve the Lord. Power to forgive others. Power to love the unlovable. Power to be kind. Power to be generous and gracious. Power to stand firm in the storm. In the Lord, we have power. He is our power. He is our strength. And he is our shield. He is our protector. Protection from what? Protection from the enemy, from Satan, who wants to devour us, who wants to destroy us. Uh, protection against uh, people who would like to harm us. Um, protection from death. Really? David, you say protection from death? Yes. Remember when, when Martha and Mary came to Jesus, their brother Lazarus had died, and they came to Jesus and, and said, Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And Jesus said, haven't I told you that I am the resurrection and the life? And Jesus went to the tomb. Lazarus had been dead four days, and Jesus raised him from the dead. Then not long after that, Jesus himself was crucified. Jesus himself died. Jesus' dead body was placed in a tomb. And on the third day, he walked out of that tomb, having been raised to life. Death has been destroyed. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 15 that the last enemy, death, has been conquered. So does that mean that you and I, as believers, will never die? No, but Jesus said to Mary and Martha, all who believe in me will never die. What did he mean? He means the spiritual death, the second death. We are protected from eternal death. When we trust in Jesus, he gives us eternal life, and that protects us from eternal death. Everyone who dies without Christ will experience forever an eternal death never-ending death. So the Lord is our powerful protector. He gives us power to live. He gives us power to be conquerors over, over sin, over temptation, over the evil one, and he protects us from the death caused by sin. We have been given eternal life. In response, David says, my heart trusts in him. This is a deep commitment. This is not just knowing about God. This is not just being acquainted or familiar with God. This is much deeper than knowing his stories. My heart trusts in him. This is everything given in commitment to the Lord. Because we are certain that the Lord is our powerful protector. Then we trust him. All of our confidence is in him. We, we avoid anxiety. We avoid worry. We avoid fear, even in the face of the devil, even in the face of an enemy. My heart trusts in him. And then he said, and I am helped 
Therefore, my heart celebrates and I give thanks. So there's right there are four responses. The Lord is our powerful protector. He is our strength and our shield. That gives us confidence. And so we give him our heart. We are fully confident in him and we trust him. That's the first response. The second response is that we celebrate. Our heart celebrates. There is peace. There is joy. Remember in Psalm 23, we talked about this last week uh, on Friday. In Psalm 23, David wrote that even in the presence of our enemies, the Lord sets a table, a banquet table for us. We celebrate. And then we give thanks to him. Actually, three responses. Complete trust, joyful celebration, and gratitude. That's the way to start the day today. We start the day. You know, I, I was I was reading a story uh, not long ago about uh, it was a it was a, a a testimony of a person who came to know Christ, and he, he described his life before Christ as a very depressing. He said, "Every day when I walked out the door, I had all these reasons why it would be a terrible day. No one loves me. I mess up everything. I'll never make anything out of my life." Um, I will surely fail. Uh, he had those kinds of thoughts running through his head as he left the door to go to work every morning. That's a terrible way to live. But then he came to know Christ and he left the door every morning with a completely different perspective. He learned that the Lord is his strength and his shield. And so when he when he began the day, even before he left the door to go to work, he his heart celebrated. And his heart trusted in God. That's the kind of life that we can live. And that's how to begin this day. Our heart trusting completely in the Lord. And experiencing his power. Our heart celebrating his goodness. Eternal life. All the blessings of life. Celebrating that he is with us. In every moment. In every instant of our lives. And living a life of gratitude, thanking him. David says, I give thanks to him with my song. We know that David was a musician. He, Before he was king and he was living in the king's court, King Saul's court, his main task was to play the harp and sing to soothe Saul's manic, depressant, mental illness. He was a musician and many of the Psalms were written by David as worship music. David says, I give thanks to him with my song. Hey, when we know and when we're certain that the Lord is our powerful protector, when we trust him, when we celebrate him, when we know that his help is sure, his presence is constant, then our life becomes a song. We sing praise through our life. We may not be able to carry a tune in a bucket, as someone said. We may not have music skills, but our life becomes beautiful, sweet music, a song of thanksgiving to the Lord that will carry us through and also encourage others who are living in fear. The Lord is our powerful protector. Now, look at verse 8. 
when I read verse eight, the Lord is the strength of his people. The thought comes to my mind, there's strength in numbers. There's strength in numbers. The Lord is the strength of his people. In verse seven, the pronouns are, are personal. The Lord is my strength, my shield, my heart trust. I am helped. I am helped. My heart celebrates. I give thanks to him with my song. But in verse eight, David turns his attention to God's people. Their strength in numbers. Now, that's that's a truth beyond the church and beyond uh, Christianity. I mean, think about. Think about many times in which even people who are not in Christ, people because of their sheer strength in numbers, make a difference in the world. Maybe a revolt against a government or a group of employees who are being oppressed by an oppressive employer standing up against that employer and bringing some changes. I'm thinking I'm thinking back in my own heritage here in America of the the thousands of women who would march in the streets and just their sheer strength in numbers influence the government of the U.S. to give women, to give women the right to vote. But that's even more powerful among the church, the followers of Jesus. There is strength in numbers. The Lord is not just my strength. He's our strength. He is the strength of his people. And he uses a similar term in that second part of verse 8 to describe uh, him as a stronghold of salvation. The Lord is the strength of his people. That parallels the first part of verse 7. The Lord is my strength and shield. And then the second part of verse 8, he is a stronghold of salvation for his anointed, parallels the second part of verse 7 where David says, my heart trusts in him. And I am help, shield, stronghold, strength to strength, parallel statements to remind us that there's strength in numbers. That's why the writer of Hebrews encourages us, actually commands us not to avoid assembling together as God's people for worship, as is the habit of some, as the passage in Hebrews 10 states. That's why we need together for worship. That's why we need together in small groups for Bible study. That's why we need to come together for times of prayer. That's why we minister and work together because there's strength and power in numbers. If the Lord is my strength, and if the Lord is your strength, and if the Lord is her strength and his strength, when the four, four of us get together, that's God's strength multiplied. He is a stronghold of salvation for his anointed. Now, that word anointed refers to a person who has been declared royal. The word anointed refers to the practice of pouring oil over the king's head to anoint him as king. But it also, it also refers, it also refers, my, my, my laptop is doing strange my laptop is doing strange things. Just a minute. It also refers to anointing a person when they came into your home. It was an expression of 
hospitality. The Lord is the strength of his people. The Lord is our stronghold for the anointed. As we come into his household, he anoints us with the, with the anointing, with the oil of blessing that refers to the Holy Spirit. And so David cries out to the Lord again to end this psalm, save your people. Notice these four actions. Save, which means to deliver. Bless, which means to benefit. Shepherd, which means to nurture and care and feed and carry. The idea is lifting someone up. Have you ever worked so hard that you just collapse? Have you ever been so tired and weary emotionally that you felt like, felt like you could not go on? Maybe you feel that way today. Here's David's word to you. The Lord is your powerful protector. The Lord is your strength. The Lord will deliver you from danger just as he's delivered you from sin. The Lord will benefit and bless you because you're his possession. The Lord is engaged in your life to shepherd you, to feed you, to nurture you. And when we are weak, the Lord carries us. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. Therefore, my heart celebrates and I give thanks to him with my song. The Lord is the strength of his people. He is a stronghold of salvation for his anointed. Lord, save your people. Bless your possession. Shepherd them and carry them forever. What a great psalm to begin this day. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Depend upon him. When you're weak today, his strength will be multiplied and made known. And he will save you, bless you shepherds you, carry you. And at the end of the day, your heart is going to celebrate all the ways that you've experienced the Lord's strength. Father, thank you for this beautiful word from King David that we read today that reminds us that you are our strength. You are, are our powerful protector. Individually, that's very personally, and corporately as the body of Christ. We thank you and we give you praise. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Now go out there and have a great today, great day today in the power of the Lord. God bless you. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning.